Good morning and welcome in, everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture from the book of Matthew. Matthew 18, 15 through 20 says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto the as an heathen man and a publican. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This passage teaches us that confessing faults to God and others is a huge part of the Christian faith. If someone expresses displeasure in something that you've done towards them, genuine charity will humbly and quickly seek their forgiveness. Even letting a day pass without apologizing reveals the hardness of one's own heart. Some people actually believe that they can confess faults to God and reject apologizing to a brother that they have wronged. And this belief obviously is heresy. And unless one repents of it, It'll only lead down the road to damnation. Jesus gives certain commands concerning confession in this passage. It teaches us that people must confess fault. Must. Otherwise, they are completely closing themselves off from forgiveness with others. Confession must happen before the healing process of forgiveness can even take place. Refusing to admit fault only reveals an impenitent heart that is filled up with pride. If people don't seek forgiveness with others, then they're not going to find forgiveness with others. To obtain forgiveness with God, we too must confess our faults to Him. 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Psalms 32 verse 5 says, I acknowledge my sin unto thee. In mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Salah. Just as one acknowledges his faults to God, they must also confess faults to each other. James 5 verse 16 says, Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. In the church, once apologies are made, and forgiveness is mercifully granted. We can join together and wash our sins away by having Holy Communion with each other. And this is the outward sign of complete reconciliation to a brother and with God. It's a fulfillment of biblical requirements from Scripture. The failure to admit fault is caused by a lack of genuine charity for those whom you have wronged. When you are aware that you have somehow hurt others, the Christian response should be to immediately seek forgiveness. You should feel sorry for those you have wronged, even if what you did was un unintentional. Psalms 38 verse 18 says, For I will declare mine iniquity. I will be sorry for my sin. The refusal to confess fault results from inner pride, which is one of the snares of the devil. And as we learn today, it can cause a huge rift in relationships. The Lord Jesus commands that if somebody continues on a course of impenitence, towards a brother, and they simply refuse to seek reconciliation and forgiveness, 
then they must be shunned. Some people in certain churches feel that shunning is wrong. But to refuse to follow the commands of Christ in this passage would only prove that you don't love him and would turn you into a heretic as well. Within the church group, others need to be aware of someone's repetitive refusal to reconcile. Once it is well established that their heart is too proud to reach out and apologize, then they need to be completely rejected. After all, the same thing is going to happen to the impenitent on Judgment Day. People such as these deny what Jesus teaches in the New Testament, and they're not even to be treated as a Christian anymore. But like unto a heathen, which is somebody who really doesn't believe in Scripture, they may claim to be a follower of the Lord, but they're outside the doctrines of our faith. And that's why I've always taught that if you're aware that a brother is upset with you for something you have done, you need to apologize as quickly as you possibly can. This is so the requirement of confession is obediently completed in the sight of God. Responsibility for the rest is then transferred onto them, and if they choose not to forgive and reconcile, God will not forgive them of their sins, for which they will receive eventual eternal punishment. Impenitence is not feeling sorry inside of your heart. An impenitent person can be described as unrepentant, ruthless, and cruel remorseless and evil, reprobate, shameless, hard-hearted, heartless and unfeeling. A heathen is very much like an infidel who is someone who doesn't believe in the central doctrines of our faith, such as confession of faults. They need to be treated very much like a heretic, which is someone who claims to be a believer in Christ, yet they maintain religious opinions completely contrary to those that are found in Scripture. Look at Titus chapter 3, 10 through 11. A man that is an heretic after the first and second admonition reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth being condemned of himself. As I've always taught, pride is a killer. It can cause somebody to completely close off their heart when they hurt someone else. And the church is supposed to be a place filled with love. When confession isn't happening, love isn't happening. Sometimes people will refuse to apologize because certain events seem trivial or unimportant in their own mind. But the truth is that it mattered to the person who was offended. Instead of humbly lowering yourself and being sensitive to somebody else's needs or concerns, what they do is they loft themselves over them in pride. Unless they seek reconciliation as commanded by Christ, it can result in the loss of their soul. Matthew chapter 5, 23 through 24 says, Therefore, if thou bring the, thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath thought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, and go thy way. First be reconciled to thy brother, and then come and offer thy gift. The unwillingness to reconcile is a precursor to God's wrath. Romans 2, 5, But after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasures up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Matthew sixteen eighteen through 19, and I will say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Peter was given the ability to bind and loose. 
as is the body of Christ. For some people, forgiveness will never happen because of their own arrogance. If they refuse to apologize and seek reconciliation, then they clearly are outside the teachings of Christ and abide in his wrath. And their willful disobedience to the will of God only proves that they hate him. Like eternal separation at Judgment Day, there's only one thing that you can do with these types of people. Look away, close the doors, and turn the keys. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms and we're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you, and Lord willing, we will talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.